Welcome to the Monday morning episodes. Each episode is a crisp 15 minutes or less, and it features a diverse lineup of guests from accomplished authors and amazing practice owners to highly respected experts, consultants, and innovative entrepreneurs in their respective industry. Now, the mission of this episode is to bring you a single extraordinary piece of advice for practice owners that's not just insightful, but also a bit unconventional, possibly controversial, or even unheard of. And here's the interesting part. The advice can span across various domains. It can be about business acumen, self-development techniques, or health-related insights. So get ready for some thought-provoking, paradigm-shifting ideas that might just be the game-changer you've been looking for in your life and practice. Let's get started. Hey, check out what Dr. Jordan Sanders from Knox Mountain Dentistry has to say. The original attraction for Oryx was really the Koi Space stuff. So I'm a mentor at the Koi Center. You know, I was always looking for some piece of software that would let me do the types of exams and dentistry that I was taught at the center. This was exactly that. And the Oryx of two years ago is not the Oryx of today. Like it is morphing and changing. You know, I don't know another practice management company that has a Facebook group, I can go on and request a feature and the CEO is on there responding to it. And they listen and they do these things for us and add these features that we ask for. It's been a really wonderful way for us to be able to provide the dentistry that we've always wanted to do. What's one of your favorite features from it? Oh, one? I have different favorites for different reasons. Probably one of the things that we've come to be a little bit known for is what's called our risk assessments. So Oryx generates a document like 15 pages long. That's basically all of the summary findings from their new patient exam with pictures and all these little kind of easy to understand paragraph templates of the things that are going on with their teeth. And we print this off for people. It has this really informative pie diagram that shows where their risks are. And we give that to people in a little branded folio when they leave. It's kind of like their It's not the report card, we call it the report card, but it it gives them something that's tangible to walk out with. So that's probably on the clinic side, that's one of my favorites. The review request stuff that they've added has been amazing. That's been really helpful. Texting patients. I used to pick up the phone and call people a lot, and now I just text them because they prefer that anyway. So it's a good looking piece of software, but looks fresh. It doesn't look clunky or kind of Windows 95-esque type approach. Easy to navigate. Treatment planning is really straightforward. And even the things that I have disliked in the past, they've addressed and they've brought into the mix. So click the first link in the show notes below and schedule a free personalized demo. And if you're a startup, check out this limited time offer. Oryx won't charge you a penny until you've reached 200 active patients. That means it's free. Oryx is completely free until they know you're succeeding. So click the first link in the show notes below and schedule a free personalized demo and check out Oryx today. Hey, Nathan, so talk to us. What's one piece of advice you can give us this Monday morning? All right, Mike, I got I got a big one here. So you ready? This is going to be this is yeah. going to be big. This is going to hopefully change your viewers um, or listeners attitudes towards selling treatment. So it's something that we are doing currently right now in our offices that has gained us over $100,000 extra of production already. And we're halfway through the month. So this is how it works. So 
How do most dentists, business people, pretty much anybody, how do they start by setting their, um, how much they're going to charge for something? And this is really important because how we charge for anything is how our business is going to be ran. So what do most people do? They go, okay, I'm a dentist. I just moved into a new area. Uh, I'm a brand new dentist. I want to start making some money. I need to get some patience. So let me see, what am I going to charge for a dental crown? And you look at the three next offices, you go, cool, this office is shoot, charging 1200 the other one's 1100 this one's 1000 I need to get some patience because I'm brand new. I'm a newbie. I need to get some patience in. And how am I going to do it? I'm going to go slightly less than everybody else. And because I'm slightly less than everybody else, people are going to flock to me. My service is great. I'm a great dentist. My office is great. All these outstanding things. And more people are going to come in and that'll solve my problems. Next dentist comes in. A couple months later, they're within a you know couple mile radius. They go, hmm, I'm a new dentist. I want to come in. I need to start charging for crowns. How much do I charge for crowns? They look at everybody and they go, cool, Nathan's charging 900. Let me go a little bit less than him. I'm going to charge 850 or 800. And essentially, this is how dentists and a lot of different companies charge their products. The problem, obviously, is it's a race to the bottom, right? You become mm-hmm. the Walmarts of the world. Which if you, become, if you become the huge and massive and you have a thousand offices, you become these massive DSOs, you can actually do that because you have buying power and you can get things for less and your profits can still be there. But essentially, it's a race to the bottom, right? So we <laughs> are trying to avoid this as much as possible. And you can see this happening. My father-in-law is a dentist in Koreatown in Los Angeles. And essentially, this is what they're doing. Like they're doing implants and crowns for pennies. And so yeah. your profits get less. And I think this is almost uh, not an unethical, but it becomes very, very difficult to deliver a great product because if your profit gets less, you can hire less quality people, you get less quality products, and everything essentially goes down, right? But this is what the average dentist, the average business does. Contrary to that, what does the average patient or consumer do? And we're all guilty of this. Say you want to get a nice white t-shirt. You go, cool, there's five companies that have this nice white t-shirt, man, they're all pretty similar and none of them really brand. So they're all pretty darn similar. Let me just go with the cheapest option because I think it's going to be pretty much the same, right? And Mm -hmm. then this reinforces that same belief that we go, cool, we need to be the least expensive. We need to be the most cheap because look, everybody's buying from over there. And the reason we do that, the reason they do that is because it's all the same. A white t-shirt is a white t-shirt is a white t-shirt. Black scrubs are black scrubs are black scrubs. A dental crown, although a dentist or whoever thinks their crown is the absolute end-all be-all, I'm sorry, it's not. Your dental (laughs) crown is just like the dentist down the street. Your filling is just like the dentist down the street. Your cleaning is just like the dentist down the street. Yes, we do things to distinguish ourselves and make it better, but essentially you're the same. So how do we decommoditize what we're doing? How do we make it different so that what we are doing is not the exact same as everybody else? And I will tell you. This is what's making us a lot of money right now. So if you're right. Dense, hopefully your ears are perking up because you might want to make money. This is how you do it. But so you have to make your solution different than anybody else's. So if you read different various marketing books, they say you want to have kind of this blue ocean theory where you are providing a product that is different than everybody else. So Mrs. Smith, when she comes in the office, she can't go, oh, but dentist down the street is doing the exact same thing as me. I can compare the two kind of like, you know, one-to-one. So they're both commoditized. So you have to do it so it's not like that. So how do we do that on our end? So I will give you 90% of the tricks. I can't go through all of them because I don't have enough time, but this is 90% of the tricks. Okay. So now what you do is you 
you unbundle what you're doing and show the patient everything you're doing. And then you want to add things in there that cost you very little, but the perceived value of it is huge. So in orthodontics, what do we do? What's the big thing that we do? We, you know, if somebody's coming in for braces, obviously they're going to get braces. What they may also need, they may need molds so that we can make retainers. Maybe we can make some extra retainers. They're going to need x-rays. They may need, you know, some equilibration of their teeth. They may need some IPR. They may need whitening at the end. They want, may want an upgrade to clear braces. They may um, need dental treatment if you're in an office that's doing both of those. And so you have this list of items, right? <laughs> and if you, if you add them up and how you present it is very, very important. But if you add all these things up, Mrs. Smith comes in, she wants braces. We say, okay, Mrs. Smith, you're going to come in for braces. We, we're really excited to treat you. I know you've been to five other consults where you're, where your fifth consult come in here. How we do it at our office, we say, okay, yes, your braces are going to be, say, whatever it is, $6,000. <laughs> and then we go, and what you're also going to need is maybe some dental x-rays and some impressions. And that costs us, you know, 300 bucks. What you're also going to want is an extra, maybe you're going to need retainers, right? That's another 500. And you know what? Because most patients at the end of treatment, when they get done their treatment, they'll have their retainers. They'll keep those things for a year or two, lose and break and whatever. They don't get another one in. So we like to add another set of retainers on that. Boom, that's another 500. Oh, you know what? Because you're an adult, you probably don't want those metal braces. You probably want to upgrade to clear. That's another $500. You know what? What's even cooler is at the end of orthodontic treatment, most people want to have their teeth nice and white, even though they're straight. If they're yellow, it just doesn't look good. So we want to throw in some Zoom in-office whitening. And you know, on top of that, because we believe that teeth that are clean move better, teeth that are clean are healthier, and we want everybody to have healthier teeth, we're going to throw in X amount of dollars for your dental treatment. So you start adding all this up, right? So you, the patient looks, their eyes are getting big. They're, they're like, I just came in for an ortho consult. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. And so, you know, you say, hey, it's 6,000 plus 500 plus 500 plus 700, whatever it is. And then the total price is 10,000. And if you're familiar with marketing and psychology, there's something called an anchor, right? So people get anchored to certain prices. So whenever anybody's trying to sell you anything, if they're good, they're going to anchor your price at something high. So they're going to say, this is the high, high price. You're like, whoa, that's high. And then when they show you their real price, you're just like, oh, that's cheap. That's easy. Yeah. So you add all these things up and boom, boom, boom. It adds up to like, say it's going to be $10,000. And then you go, but today, and you have to create some scarcity and urgency, which are different. You say today, we're going to throw this all in for 5,000, 5,500, something like that. You have this massive perceived value, huge perceived value that in reality does not cost you much. For us, we do, you know, retainers in office, which costs us like a couple bucks. I don't know, it's not, not expensive. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, upgrade to clear braces, not that, that expensive. If somebody's coming in for a dental cleaning, really that doesn't cost us much. We're not utilizing products. There's so much stuff that we throw in there that creates this huge perceived value on, by the patient. And so they're just like, whoa, this is crazy. And the beauty of this is now this patient can't go to another dental office. They can't go, well, you know, Dr. Nate down the street is offering this because that dentist is like, we don't do that. I don't, I don't know. We don't, it's not something we do. And then we can't yeah. do it because we don't have dentists and orthodontics or we don't have whatever. And there's such a wide variety of combos you can do with this depending on your dental office. What you also have to do is you have to make sure that you are pairing that with something that makes it scarce. And we actually do this at our office. We say, hey, there's this 
product we're giving. And this is crazy. Like we don't do this. Typically we just say braces are 6,000 bucks and take it or leave it. You have some payment plans if you want, but whatever. But mm -hmm. we do this crazy deal that we never do. And it's actually only offered for the next 15 patients. So you can take this deal right now and we, it's here. We know it's here. Or um, if you're worried about everything and it's like, hey, there's no chance I'm going to start today. We say, cool, that's, I understand that I get that. It is only for the next 15 patients. So if you call in, I can't guarantee, which is true because we do switch up our, our specials. So it may not be there. Mm -hmm. So if, if you call in again, this may not be available. This is the best deal we've ever had, which is true. It is the best deal we've ever had. Yeah. And it's only good for today. So there's, there's these other ways to kind of entice patients as well to make that decision. You know, you want to make things, I know in the dental world, this is going to be controversial, <laughs> but you want things to be guaranteed. And I feel like I've seen tons of posts on this, like, don't guarantee your dentistry. This is so bad. Like, no, medical people don't guarantee your dentistry. I'm like, yeah, that's, uh -huh. that's cool. But like, we're in the real world. And if you guarantee things, people are more likely to act. So how yeah. we how we do it, we say, I know you don't want to make that decision right now. I know you need to talk to your husband, your spouse, your whatever you want to do, but we have this guarantee and you want to name it something dumb, like a super smile guarantee, like something that's kind of catchy and funny and whatever you want to do it. And you say, you know, if you start today and if you pay your down payment or you pay you whatever, and within 30 days, you don't like your braces, you don't like your whatever it is, come back in. We will take everything off and we're going to give you a full, either you can do a refund or you can do a credit or whatever you want to do so that the barrier to entry is low because people are scared that they're going to start treatment and then they're going to regret it or that their husband or their wife or their significant other gets upset with them. And so this takes all barriers away. You create that massive value. We call it a value stack. You're valuing, stacking, stacking, stacking. You cut it so that they can see the actual real price that they're going to pay. There's a scarcity urgency. There's not that many that are going to happen. We end this deal on, so maybe we're going to give it to 15 people or we're going to end it in January 31st or whatever it is. <laughs> and then you create this guarantee. And there's a couple of different ways you can, you can help with the payment plans. But if you're doing that properly and you're selling each value stack at a correct method, it changes the game. And I invite your listeners to think about this. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, if they don't know this stat, they should think about this real hard and they should look for it because it's very easy to find. If you're selling big ticket items, if you're selling ortho, implants, all in force, all in force would be a big one. Anything yeah. that is expensive. What is your conversion ratio, right? So say you have 10 patients that come in, 10 consults, how many of those start? And for us, it was very eye-opening, very eye-opening because we weren't tracking that. And I started looking at that and I was like, oh my gosh, our conversion percentage is really low. Like mm. if we went from, say we went from 40% to 80%, the difference in our production would be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like it's a huge difference. And so you go, cool, what do we need to do to make it so our conversion percentage is higher? And that implementing this technique has, ha has done that. And so we had the patients there. The, the problem not, was not marketing for us, not, was not advertising. It was conversions, you know? So some people go, oh, I need more patients. I just need to get more patients. It's like, yeah. do you need more patients? Or it is like, do you suck at selling? Like if you if your patients aren't converting, like, yeah. I'm sorry, doc, you suck. Like you suck at mm -hmm. selling. Like it's, or your front staff, somebody's not doing, not doing good. So it's not the patients coming in, it's that you can convert and they don't believe you. So this technique has helped us already. I think it's like we're at like 130,000 extra this month than previous. Um, we, we obviously have multiple offices and a decent volume, but, um, yeah, this has made a massive, massive difference to our office. 
Man. Okay. So I like a, a lot of it is amazing. Now, could this work in your father-in-law's in Koreatown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could this work in his, pre- let's just say someone like that is listening and he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Could it work? So I think this can work in virtually every single office. This is not my idea, number one. This is somebody called Alex Tremosi. If anybody's in the gym space, in the business space, he's a big person on on social media. And mm-hmm. this is his book. So if you have to look at some books, it's called $100 million leads or $100 million um, offer. This works everywhere. So in his case, in my father-in-law's case, he does implants. Implants are a big ticket item. So you'd offer an implant, maybe combined with something else, combined with whitening, maybe combined with a night guard. This stuff is cheap. Like a night guard, you can make in office. Or you can make a retainer in office. And these are like a couple bucks. Like this is not expensive. So mm-hmm. the, the important thing is to create this massive perceived value. Because every person in the world, I don't care if you have a billion dollars or if you have 10 bucks to your name, you want value for your money. If you <laughs> feel like you're getting value, you will stay. The moment you do not feel like you're having value, people will leave. And that's why people leave dental offices because they don't feel like their money is being valued there. But if you're doing stuff that is so unique, so different, and you're creating this massive value, they cannot go anywhere else with that same value. So yes, I believe this can be done. I'm sure, I feel like it can be done in every office, but maybe there's an exception I haven't haven't seen. Awesome, awesome, yep. Nathan. I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, where can they reach out to you? Yeah, you can just look at my, uh, it's Dr. Nate on IG, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, where else we're at, we're everywhere. So if you guys just look up my name, you'll, you'll find me. Awesome. So that's going to be in the show notes below. At the same time, Nate, thank you so much for being with me on this Monday morning episode. Thanks, Mike.